The noise escalated to a full-on screaming as hundreds of werebunnies streamed into the chamber from every opening. We huddled together, surrounding Janice, who was still in Amy's arms, trying to protect her and ourselves. They surrounded us, stopping just inches away from where we stood. Von Stuper swung his gun around in a wide arc, trying to fend them off. Stay back! We are armed and not afraid to defend ourselves! The werebunnies didn't move. Instead, they continued to file in, blocking every exit and just staring at us. A few of them snarled at us, swiping with their claws, but not making any real attempt to attack yet. What are they doing? Why aren't they attacking us yet? I'd take that as a blessing in disguise so far. They're waiting. We all turned to Janice then, keeping an eye out in case they decided to attack, but wanting to catch what she was saying. Waiting? Von Stuper got to one knee and leaned in close to Janice, trying to hear her better. Waiting for what? For this circle of salt to be broken... By me. Before we can even register it, Janice took the gun from the professor's hand and aimed it directly at him. She was on her feet immediately, her previously weakened state obviously a ploy to get close to us. Nobody move. Whoa, didn't see that coming. What the hell is going on here? Don't you see? She's one of them! She's a fair bunny! Very astute, Professor Von Stupper, but you're only part right. You see, I am the Ver bunny, the head honcho, the Ware bunny queen. But soon we'll have a were-bunny princess. Janice looked at Amy and smiled. Oh God, I'm turning into a were-bunny, aren't I? That's what all this fur is from. The process has begun, and it will continue. You're almost ready. Just look at yourself. Holy crap, she's right, Amy. Look at all that fur. It was true. Even though it was hard to see in the dark, a thin layer of white and brown covered all of Amy's exposed skin. Don't worry. That's just the first stage. You won't have that on you all the time. You'll be able to change back and forth at will once you learn how to control it. But what of all these other bunnies? Why are they surrounding us? They're scary! As queen of the were-bunnies, I control the were-bunny population. They're under my command and do my bidding. But soon, there will be more were-bunnies. We will stop hiding from the world and make the human race tremble at the thought of us yet again. But why? Why are you doing this? And to me! Because I need you, Amy. For you will be groomed and trained, and one day we'll become the queen of the werebunnies. Okay, now this is officially the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. How did you become the queen of the werebunnies, Janice? Who are you? Well, it all started almost 70 years ago. Whoa, 70 years ago? How old is this lady? She looks good for her age. I was just a young, naive girl having a picnic lunch with my beloved Ryan on the beach. And then, we were attacked by a werebunny. See? He likes me. He just wants to nuzzle me and cuddle me and he- Oh, what are you doing there, mister? Oh! Oh, get it off! Ryan? Get it off me! Why is he doing He's that? Ryan! Me. Get him off! Stop it! Get him off me! Stop no. it, buddy! Ow! Get off of him! No, get off me! He's He's We both woke again in this very cave, covered in bites and bruises, but still alive. Ryan was the one who woke me. Janice? Janice, are you okay? Please wake up, Janice. Where... where are we? I don't know, but we need to get out of here before... You're not going anywhere! His voice, strong and fearful, filled the chamber. 
It was our second encounter with the were-bunny king, but our first with him in human form. He returned to it after he attacked us and dragged us back to these caves. He was in hiding. He ran away from the old country and wanted to restart the were-bunny race. He brought us into his world and taught us the were-bunny ways. They had a legacy, one that was being wiped out by the von Stupers, and he needed us to carry it on. We shall live here, in this warren, to protect ourselves from those who seek to destroy us. We are but a simple people, haunted by the legacy of our past. Our old ways are no longer right for the world we live in. And I wish to be heralded into the new era, for a new start. I will bring you into the fold, teach you our history, and repopulate our kind. And then, one day, you will inherit my mantle. Your mantle? We don't want to become part of whatever you have going on there, mister. I'm sorry, Ryan, but it is too late for that. You two have already begun the process. And it was true. When he attacked us at the beach, we were bitten, and we were already beginning to turn into were-bunnies. Over time, we learned to accept this fact and help him turn others. Our old lives we left behind, and we looked forward to running wild with our new family. Both sides learned from each other. We taught the were-bunny king the ways of the new world. He taught us the sins of his past. Soon, though... His end was inevitable. His time was almost over, and he told us what he wanted us to do. You are the first of our new family line. Do not make the same mistakes my brethren did. Continue to live in hiding until the time is right. And then, only then, when society is ready, introduce yourselves into the world again. Live amongst them, not against them, and make us proud. When the were-bunny king died, it was a sad day. But we kept to what he asked. We waited. For years and years waiting for the perfect moment to reveal ourselves. Over time, I realized that that time would never come. But not Ryan. My poor love, Ryan. Though we had been granted the gift of extended life, among other things, the gift of knowledge of how the world turned was not given to him. We watched the world turn on each other, the bombs dropped in the wars, wiping out entire peoples. But he still remains steadfast in the mission and my love for him, still strong after all these years, kept me by his side. And even leading up to his dying day, I knew I could no longer keep it up. But he tried. He did. Stay strong, my love. One day, the world will understand. Do not give up hope for the future of where-buddy kind. You can make the world a better place. And I believed him. I truly did. Until he died. And then he died of old age? No. That goddamn train hit him last week. Well, that was an unexpected turn. And that was when I knew the world would never accept us as we are. I knew it was time to go back to making the world fear us. I'm confused. If the were-bunny king who turned her died, then wouldn't she technically turn back to full-on human? The nature of the curse doesn't work like that, unfortunately. If the were-bunny who beat you dies before you are fully turned, then yes, the curse is broken. But if it has fully set in, well, then you've gone full were-bunny. There's no coming back from that. Man, these rules are so confusing. You don't have to do this, you know. You can change. We can make this better for you. For everyone. Janice looked at Amy through tears in her eyes. The gun still trained on all of us and her body trembling. No. This is the way it has to be. You will be the new Werebunny Queen. You will lead them into glory. And that goes for all of you. 
If it wasn't for that car alarm scaring them off, you'd all be werebunnies by now. Janice, please put the gun down. We do not have to repeat the scenes of the past. We are not our ancestors. We can change what has happened. Janice took her foot and placed it on the salt circle surrounding us. The werebunnies began to work up into a frenzy, anxious to get their teeth into us. No! Do not break the circle! You will put us all in danger! Only you, Professor. Sure, the rest of you will probably suffer some loss, but haven't we all? She showed off her right hand, which was definitely missing a finger, just like I thought earlier. But you, Professor, you will pay for what your family has done to us. You will die. And if any of you refuse me, then we will kill you too. Janice moved her foot back, breaking the seal of the circle. The only thing saving us from being rabbit food was now gone, and it was only a matter of time before we were done for. Now, bunnies, attack! Stop! Though they were almost upon us, the moment Amy spoke, everything froze. The werebunnies stood in place, a few inches closer than before, but they stopped advancing. Janice looked around, her wild eyes looking confused. What? What is happening? Why aren't you attacking? Attack! I said no. You will not hurt my friends. Oh, this is fascinating. She has assumed control without any formal training. What is this? Get them! All of them! No bunny moved, not even a single muscle. Instead, they all looked at Amy as if under a spell. Looks like there's a new werebunny sheriff in town, Janice. No! You will not ruin my plans after all this time! If you won't kill them, I will. Janice raised her gun again and aimed it directly at Amy. Wait! You can't control them if you're dead, sweetheart. Time seemed to have slowed down. I didn't even think. My body just sprang into action without even telling my brain. As Janice pulled the trigger, I pushed Amy out of the way. The bullet, which I watched come toward me in slow motion, was meant to end Amy's life. Instead, it struck me with such force that it knocked me to the ground. No! Johnny! From my vantage point, I could see the rage in Amy's eyes as she looked at Janice. I had never seen her so angry before, but I was still surprised by what came out of her mouth next. Get her. They sprang into action, jumping onto a screaming, thrashing Janice. She tried to bat them off and shoot them with the gun, but they were too fast. Stop! Get off me! Stop it! Get off! Within seconds, they covered her from head to toe, biting at her, teeth gashing making for an incredibly gruesome sight. Within moments, it was over. Janice fell to the ground, dead. Jonathan, are you all right? Please don't be dead, Johnny. Buddy helped me up, inspecting me for any damage. I think he's okay. Uh, I, I'm good. I'm fine. think she just grazed my arm. Good thing she has terrible aim. I thought I had lost you. Again. I'm fine, really. It, it's okay. I probably just need a band-aid or two. Look! The bunnies. They await you, Amy. The werebunnies, no longer occupied with Janice, stood before us, staring at Amy again. Their heads cocked to the side, as if they were waiting to hear further instructions. But what do I do with them? I didn't fully turn, right? So that means the curse is broken now that Janice is dead? Yes, it does. And your power will fade away and soon. However, you still hold sway over them. Enough for one last decree. Better make it a good one. (laughs) Amy stood before them and straightened up, a queen addressing her audience. Go. Be free. Go live your lives. But please, do not return to the ways Janice taught you. Be kind to one another, and to humankind. 
You can live together in peace. They all hesitated for a few moments and looked at each other as if they couldn't believe what was happening. But then one hopped away, and then another, and another. Just as quickly as they had arrived, they were now gone. It was over. So wait, if they were no longer under Janice's control and they were all were bunnies, then why didn't any of them turn back human?、Uh, perhaps in time they will. But you must remember, bunnies are naturally peaceful creatures. To act as they did is not within their normal nature. It was their humanity that caused them to be like that—angry, violent, and a lust for power. Maybe one day, when they feel like they earned it, they will turn back and return to the lives they once had. So, is it safe to just let them go? Aren't you worried that they will go back to their old ways? All living things deserve a chance. Like I said earlier, I am willing to move on from the sins from my family's long and storied past. I am willing to bet that they are too. And if not, we make rabbits too. Yes. By the time we got out of the warren, the sun had fully set. However, when Amy put her arm around me to help me back to the car, I can see that the fur on her had receded almost until there was nothing left. Looks like the curse really is broken. Thank God, I wasn't looking forward to eating carrots for the rest of my life. Thank you, all of you, for helping me complete my life's work, for helping me restore my family's name, to make up for the things they did. You're very welcome, Professor. Just you know. Easter's never gonna look the same again. Hey, you know you took a bullet for me back there. Oh, did I? I hadn't noticed. What's that excruciating pain in my arm again? Very funny, but really, thanks. Hey, I couldn't just let a psychotic queen and the werebunny shoot my friend. We still have issues to work out first. After that, though, fair game. Just know that I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Of course. Anytime. Can you two hurry up? I know we just defeated Priscilla, Queen of the Were Bunnies, but I am so over this place. Yes, let's all get the hell out of these woods. It's giving me the willies. <laughs> After you, Professor. Lead the way. Hey, are you guys hungry? I could sure go for some food right about now. Like carrot cake, carrot cupcake, carrot steak, carrot just by itself,、uh, carrot pies,、uh, carrot truffles. Return home, episode three, Running Wild. You just listened to part four of four. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Forrest Orta, Alyssa Retorno, B.J. Grip, Audrey Faith Weaver, Alexander Eccles, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/returnhomepodcast and on Twitter at returnhomeshow. 
If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions, comments, sad that the reign of the werebunnies has come to an end? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams.